welcome to the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. I'm Jenna and today I'm joined by Claudia. Hi Jenna. Hello. Are you looking for a way to supercharge your sales team or are you looking to expand how much your sales team is capable of? Well then this is the podcast for you because today we'll be talking about how a strong content strategy based on customer-centric content can really help you to streamline your whole buyer's journey. It's certainly a different way of thinking, but it's definitely one to look into. So first of all, Claudia, let's talk about why customer-centric content even matters in the first place. I think this is a really interesting, a very topical issue in today's world, because um, we all know where the buyer's journey is moving to. And what I mean by that is the move towards digital. So even in medical device, there's been a big push towards digital online spaces. So interestingly, quite a while ago, actually, there was a study that came out, and I know people who listen to this will hear me saying this all the time, but it's really important, that 80% of the buyer's journey is already made before anybody even gets in contact with you. And that's between 70 and 90%, depending on what industry you're in. And healthcare is in there. But the big question is, where is that trend going? So we know people are now going online. We know they're looking for information online. But is that going to go up or down? And if I asked everybody on this podcast, what would they think? I think everybody would know the answer. But but if you think it's not going up, which everybody thinks it is going up because it is, um, there's another really interesting statistic that supports that. And that's from uh, Ghana, who um, looked at... Uh, the percentage of millennials who prefer to have a sales-free, salesperson-free process. And that was 44%. But the more interesting thing about that is that's 2.2 times higher than the generation before. So what we're seeing here is not only is everybody going online, they're going to more of a self-education sort of direction, Um, you know, which means if we're not as companies in medical device in every single sector, if we're not looking to really educate our audience online, we're going to lose customers. You know, so this is a real huge move in the industry, um, but it's an exciting one as well. So you know, but it, it, it's the right time for customer centric content. So when you say why is it so important, um, that's why it's so important. And actually, just to jump, uh, you know, slightly on top of that as well. I think AI is a really interesting rev or you know addition that's now happened to online searches. You know now ChatGPT will come back and say these are the best companies in this segment. But when you have a think about how ChatGPT gets that information, in fact, it's looking at your brand presence online. You know it can only pull things that are coming from an online online area. So now it becomes even more important to have a really strong brand presence online. You know so. Back to what I said about content, it's not only about online, you can use it in other areas. And that's what we're going to talk about today, more from a Salesforce perspective. Um, but it just, it's never been more important. And it's a difficult thing to do for medtech, but it's never been more important. Yeah, I mean, it's it certainly makes sense. I mean, those are some quite interesting statistics, but it definitely shows a clear pattern. Um, so that's really interesting to look at. So when we mm. talk about customer-centric content, what exactly are we referring to? What does that look like? Yeah, so uh, 
the, when we're looking at customer-centric content, it's always really important to think, what are we trying to achieve? What do we want our audience to do? Um, and really, they want we want them to move through their buyer's journey. I use that term. We can call it whatever we want. But we want them to move through the sales funnel, you know, which is awareness, interest, desire, action, or whichever funnel you use. But basically, we need to move them through there. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by answering the fears, concerns, and issues they have. So when we talk about customer-centric content, it's content that is answering the questions they have about adopting your technology. So that if they can find answers to all of those questions, and we know what those questions tend to look, there's five questions or five sections they tend to fall into. But if we answer all of our customers' queries online before they even get in contact with us, what impact could that have? That's now the bigger question, but it's something that people aren't doing. You know, if, if <clears throat> all those questions, if, you know, if we look at, uh, you know, medical device companies now and sales teams, those questions that your sales team are having on a day-to-day -day basis every day, those same questions, how much time are they taking? You know, how many companies are actually publishing those questions online, not in a frequently asked questions, it could be in all different forms, but how many companies are really openly and honestly and in a trustworthy way answering those questions in a way for all to find because if you did you know then you think what are the impacts of that so when we talk about what is truly customer-centric content coming back I know I've waffled around a touch there when we talk about what truly customer-centric content is it's moving it's content that's going to move your audience through their buyer's journey and it's answering the questions that they have that are stopping them from progressing through yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you you mentioned when you're explaining what it is, mm. you said something really interesting. You said, what is the impact of that? What could the impact of that be? And I think that's a really interesting topic for us to dive into. So when we're talking mm. about customer centric content, how does it affect sales teams? You know, what yeah. is the impact, actually? So I think there's the obvious way. So when we talk about sales teams, so when everyone talks about marketing and content, you always think it's about, you know, uh, bringing new clients in, going online, things like that. And yes, that's totally what this is about as well. You know, you do have that online element that drives up your SEO. That means everybody can find you. That means people then come to you faster. But... When you have a look at actually what it does to your sales teams, and it does similar things in a way, but when you look at what it does for your sales teams, um, you know, if you can use content in a way that you can allow prospects to educate themselves before you even meet them, it can shorten your sales cycles because now you're not going into a sales meeting and answering the same questions over and over and over again because actually maybe you sent it to them up front in a video or maybe you sent it to them up front in a sales aid or a brochure or an article. There's so many different ways we can do this. But, you know, send the information up front. So actually those concerns are no longer concerns. And now when you do get in front of them in your meeting, you now only deal with that 20% of questions that actually are really concerning them and stopping them from moving forward in the purchasing decision. So, you know, now instead of having five meetings, I don't know if it's five meetings, I'm just picking this out of thin air here. But, you know, instead of it was five meetings, now you can bring that down to two meetings. Or if it was three, you can now bring it down to one meeting. So, you know, what impact does that have if you're a salesperson? And 
I've been in medical device sales as well, you know, what impact that does that have? So no longer do you have these five meetings, you have one. Your audience are much more pre-qualified, which means the, the likelihood of converting is higher. So then you can spend a lot more time meeting other, you know, other potential prospects. So suddenly your efficiency goes up through the roof. But it's being able to use this content in a way that helps you deliver those things. So, you know, it does shorten your sales cycle, increase your conversion rates, um, and also it allows people to pre-qualify themselves up front. Yeah, I think that pre-qualifying is is really interesting because you don't you don't have the risk of going into that first sales meeting and something just straight away being a complete deal breaker. Like you completely yeah. wasted your time there. Whereas, you know, if you're writing an article on pricing that could potentially be a deal breaker, but if they know it up front, they're not going to approach you if they're not yeah. able to pay, you know, the prices that you've put out in that article. So yeah. And, and actually that's that's quite a difficult thing within medical device to talk about pricing, but there's always ways around it as well. So of course that's what we work with companies on how to do that. Um, but you're right, there's other deal breakers as well. And in fact, you know, it's really understanding what all those questions are and then addressing them in a very unbiased way, you know, so that actually people can make their own decision because it is what it is at the end of the day, you know. So, yes, pre-qualifying will have a huge impact. Definitely. Great. So let's talk about, you know, we've mentioned um, how sales teams can benefit, but how can they actually, you know, be a part of creating this content so that it is, you know, as good as it can be that you know that's the that's the biggest thing um that's the biggest biggest thing because this is a whole new way of doing things when you start creating this volume of content because your customers have loads of questions so you know if you're going to continually have materials that address and also once you've created your first materials that address 80% of the questions you're always asked more questions pop up so you know then you need to keep addressing them so the only way to do this in a really really effective way is to bring the sales and marketing teams truly together um and you know that's uh, sort of you know the, the sales team know are on the front line all the time so they understand exactly what those questions look like. So a great way that we do that um, with clients is we run a workshop. So this can be done in-house as well. You don't need to have a company support you to do it. Um, but but if you, you run a workshop and then it's really picking out, you know, what are all these questions? And if we wrote articles on this number of questions, would these have an immediate, and I enforce immediate because that's really the gold standard for why you're writing pieces, um, would it have an immediate impact on your sales process? Would your sales team use it tomorrow? If they wouldn't, it could arguably not be relevant and you shouldn't really write it. So it's really getting your sales force in a room and understanding what those questions are. That's all, that's absolutely critical. Um, then when it comes to actually writing this material, you need to again, engage your sales force. So you've got your top 10 questions or your top 20 questions or your top however many questions, because if you've got lots of products, you're gonna have questions for all of them. You know, or if you've got different audiences like procurement, um, you know, uh, healthcare professionals, etc. Patients, you're going to have different questions for all of those. So once you have your top questions, you're going to create your materials around. It's then about using a subject matter expert, which will be a member of your sales team, likely. Um, and, you know, 
extracting the extracting that's a funny word but uh, working with them to get the right answer for this question and then somebody in marketing obviously creates the material but it's it's really bringing the whole company together to create this material as one and you know continuing to review how this is doing as well so it actually interestingly it has quite an impact on culture as well when you do these sort of a programs because it really brings everybody together yeah i think that's what i find really interesting about um this way of doing things is that you know traditionally sales and marketing are really siloed they don't work together which you know doesn't really make sense when you think about the fact that they're both working towards the same goal so having them work together to achieve that you know it just kind of supercharges everything and makes sure that you know marketing has that really clear understanding of the audience that only the sales team can provide it's just it is a very different way of looking at things but it makes sense as well yeah and I think in in a lot of companies sales and marketing do work closely together um but I think this is a whole new level of working Mm -hmm. closely together so definitely Great. So we always like to end our podcast by asking our lovely guest what their main takeaways are for this topic. Um, God, I, I wasn't prepared for that question. Um, so, I mean, creating content for customer or creating customer centric content. I think the main takeaway is um, this is a whole new way of doing things. But if this is done right, you can become the voice of trust in your space in 18 months. And I think that's a really bold statement to make. Um, But I think it's the new Trojan horse in marketing. Um, And the reason I think it's the new Trojan horse is I think um, the whole company are going to need to come together to do this. Um, because regulatory are going to have to be fully aligned in order to be comfortable to sign these materials off, especially if they're going to go online. Um, sales are going to have to work, you know, understand how to really integrate sales or oh, sorry, content into their sales process in a way and video into their sales process, all these things in a way that probably hasn't been done before. Um, so I think, you know, this is the Trojan horse in my mind of what's coming, um, but it needs a whole company to do it. And it's really exciting. Yeah, definitely. That was about five thoughts. Sorry, I know you only asked for one. <laughs> no, it's all great. All great information. Um, yeah, so thank you for that. Hopefully our readers, our readers, our listeners have learned a lot from this podcast. But if you are listening and you want any more information, we have other podcasts you can listen to on similar topics or you can head over to our learning centre on our website. We've got loads of articles all about high quality and customer centric content which I would encourage you to go ahead and read um but I think that's it from us for now so thank you yeah, for listening. Or if anybody wants to know more about creating customer centric content just get in contact this is what we're doing an awful lot of at the moment so it'd be a pleasure to speak to people yes exactly thank you for listening lovely thank you Bye.